Thank you very much, my dear listener, for choosing our station. This is a new life program coming to you from Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. I may present Samuel Mangi. Today we'll be having a Bible story from the Bible in Living Sound. Thereafter, we'll be having Pastor Paul Wahonya talk about the trinity of sin during the Bible study. To start off, here's a song, Land by Trumpet Choir. There is a land that is fairer than day, and by faith we can see it afar. For the Father waits over the way To prepare us a dwelling place there There is a land that is fairer than day And by faith we can see it afar For the Father waits over the way To prepare us a dwelling place there in the sweet, sweet by and by, by and by, I shall meet my love in Jesus no more to die. In the sweet, sweet by and by. shall meet my love in Jesus no more to die. There'll be no more sorrow when Jesus comes. There'll be no more sorrow when Jesus comes. But a glorious morrow when Jesus comes. And we meet on that beautiful shore. There'll be no more sorrow when Jesus comes. There'll be no more sorrow when Jesus comes, but a glorious morrow when Jesus comes, and we meet on that beautiful shore. Oh, that you be joyful, joyful, oh joyful, oh that you be joyful to live and die no more. To smile and weep no more, to eat, to eat and hunger no more, to drink, to drink and dust no more, to live, to live and die no more. Live and die no more. Time to welcome the Bible and Living Sound to share with us. Come to order, please. Come to order. Uh, this gathering has been called because we, individually and collectively, represent the power behind the throne of Nebuchadnezzar. 
As wise men, magicians, astrologers, and officers of the court, we are consulted by His Majesty in matters of state, foreign policy, and all things dealing with the governing of the great empire of Babylon. <laughs> Specifically, we are here to discuss and deal with the problem of those four young upstarts from Judah. And it is a problem. Somehow they make it appear that they are ten times more intelligent than we. Oh, well, let us face the facts. These four young men are what they seem to be in physical strength and beauty and mental vigor and literary attainment. They stand unrivaled. I notice them as they mixed with the men from other lands, men of high talent, men richly endowed with natural gifts and great culture. And these four young men stood out like a mountain of intelligence and good manners. Yet somehow, we must neutralize their influence with Nebuchadnezzar, or our positions of prestige and power are in danger. Does the chief wise man have a suggestion? <laughs> oh, indeed I do. <laughs> As chief counselor and wise man, I am notified directly by the king when he desires advice or a conference. In turn, I notify each of you. But I will not notify these four young men from Judah. None of the rest of you are to either, or even mention it to them. Understand? Oh, indeed I do. Yes. That will stop them. They're new to the court. Certainly Nebuchadnezzar won't miss them. Soon he will have forgotten them. Oh, and we? We shall once again be the power behind the throne of Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming. Yes? Oh, you're from the palace, one of the guards, I believe. I'm a messenger. I've just been promoted. Mm. Uh, the king wishes you and all his counselors to come to the throne room. When? Uh, immediately. He's beside himself with worry or anger. I don't know which. <laughs> anyway, he wants all of you there immediately. <laughs> so the wise men, astrologers, magicians, soothsayers, Chaldeans and counselors came and stood in the throne room awaiting the entrance of Nebuchadnezzar, their king. It's scarcely daylight and the king summons us. It must be something awfully important. Oh, I care not what it is, just so it isn't bad news. But bad, bad news? I don't trust Daniel and those three friends of his. Just a word from any of them and his majesty might investigate and discover the fraud that uh, we... <laughs> I mean, the king might dismiss us from his service. Did the messenger say what the king wants? No. Uh, which messenger was it? A new one. Oh, there he is now. Uh, messenger! Messenger? I hope he knows what the king wants. You called me, sir. Uh, yes. Um, uh, do you know what the king wants of us? He didn't say, sir. Uh, but do you know what happened that his majesty called us so early in the morning? Oh, oh that. <laughs> yes, sir, I know what happened, all right. He had a dream. At least he kept ranting and raving about a dream. Huh? Wants us to know all about this dream he had last night. <laughs> oh, thank you, messenger. You're most welcome, sir. Uh, his Majesty has had another of his dreams. <laughs> Wants us to interpret it, no doubt. And as usual, we'll make up an interpretation. <laughs> he won't know if it's a true one or not. Bow the knee! His Majesty Nebuchadnezzar, King of the mighty Babylonian Empire, enters and sits upon the throne. <sighs> Arise. Last night I dreamed a dream, a terrible dream. At least it had a terrible ending. I am troubled in spirit. I must know the dream's meaning. It's a simple thing, our king asks. Just tell us, your majesty, what the dream was and its ending, and we will show thee the interpretation thereof. Oh, the dream. I cannot recall what it was. It's gone from me. Oh, well, how can his majesty expect us to give him an interpretation unless we know the dream? You are wise men. 
Well, the wisest in the world, Your Majesty. As wise men, astrologers, and magicians, you claim to have knowledge of all secrets, even the secrets of the gods? Uh, <laughs> yes, O King. Then make known to me what I dreamed. If you are unable to, you are frauds and liars and shall be cut in pieces and perish. But if you can show me the dream and its interpretation, you shall receive gifts and rewards and great honor. Now, tell me the dream and the interpretation. Tell me or you die. Well, uh, let the king tell his servants the dream and we will show the interpretation thereof. You have been deceiving me all the time. Telling me you know all secrets. Have you been lying to me? Now tell me what I dreamed. Then shall I know that you can also show me the correct interpretation. Oh, King, there is not a man upon the face of the earth who can tell another man what he has dreamed. Only the gods whose dwelling is not with flesh can make known dreams. You told me you could talk with the gods. Captain, cast these men in prison and bind them with chains. They're cheap fixtures. Get them out of my sight. They are not wise men. They are cheats and liars. Yes, Your Majesty. Scribe! Scribe! Write this down upon parchment and see that it is obeyed to the letter. I, Nebuchadnezzar, great king of Babylon, do hereby decree that all wise men and astrologers and soothsayers in Babylon shall be put to death. Affix my signature and signet and give it to the captain of my guards. Lie to me, will they? <laughs> I hope that you've indeed enjoyed that story from the Babylon Living Sound. Remember to send us views, comments, or questions about the program. Kindly write to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 422761 
Dear listener, today we want to consider the trinity of sin. Have you ever heard of this? In 1 John 2 verse 15, it speaks of the trinity of sin when it says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. Dear friend, here is the trinity of sin, the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. These three constitute the trinity of sin. They are, in their very nature, inseparable. They sum up sin in thought, in word, and in action. Let us consider the lust of the eye. The Bible says that the eye is the light of the body. Therefore, if your eyes are good, then your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are bad, then your whole body will be full of darkness. Matthew 6, verse 22 to 23. The condition of the eye, dear listener, therefore, affects the whole body. Satan has used the evil of the eye to destroy or ruin many people. He used the evil of the eye to destroy Samson. He used the same to destroy Achan and even David. He used the power of the eye to deceive Eve. What about the lust of the flesh? This sin must be considered one of the most hideous and deadly of all the manifestations of sins. It is the perversion of the natural propensities which eventually leads to excesses and moral weaknesses. Some members of the church at Corinth got involved in the debasing practices of the lust of the flesh, and because of this, the Apostle Paul strongly condemned their practices. Then there is the pride of life. Pride simply means to magnify oneself. It is the exaltation of the human ego. That was the downfall of Lucifer and of many in the world today. The Bible says that those who are victimized by this sin are, as it were, encompassed by a chain. Dear friend, how can we protect ourselves from this trinity of sin? Already in verse 17, the Apostle Paul warns, that the world and its desires pass away, but the man who does the will of God lives forever. We must therefore desire to do the will of God. With the passing of the world and its sinfulness, the lover of sin will also pass away. But he who sets his affections on the eternal God and on his everlasting kingdom and its everlasting principles of righteousness will abide forever. We cannot, however, desire to do the will of God without the help of the Spirit of God. I therefore want to invite you, my dear friend, to live by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. The Spirit of God will enable you to live as God would want you to live. Furthermore, in order for us not to leave the trinity of sin, I will suggest that you watch and pray constantly. Prayer will connect you with God, who provides power for overcoming temptation. 
then you will be able to overcome the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. And when this happens in your life, you will find that you are a different person. You are a new creature in Jesus, and your life will never be the same again. Remember to send us your views, comments, or questions about the program. Kindly write to the producer, Adventist World Radio, PO Box 42276, code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya, or email us through awrnairobi at ek.adventist.org. I've been a host, friend, and presenter, Samuel Mang. Until then, stay safe, stay blessed. There is a land that is fairer than day. And by faith we can see it afar, for the Father waits over the way to prepare us a dwelling place there. There is a land that is fairer than day, and by faith we can see it afar, for the Father waits over the way. To prepare us a dwelling place there In the sweet By and by I shall meet my love in Jesus no more to die In the sweet by and by, I shall meet my love in Jesus no more to die. There'll be no more sorrow when Jesus comes. There'll be no more sorrow when Jesus comes. But a glorious morrow when Jesus comes And we meet on that beautiful shore There'll be no more sorrow when Jesus comes There'll be no more sorrow when Jesus comes But a glorious morrow when Jesus comes And we meet on that beautiful shore Oh, that you be joyful, joyful, oh joyful. Oh, that you be joyful to live and die no more, to smile, to smile and weep no more, to eat, to eat and hunger no more, to drink, to drink and dance no more, to live, to live. Live and die no more. Live and die no more. Live and die no more. To live and die no more. Yesu na kupenda umali yangu. Ana 
sasa za dhambi sitaki kwangu na mokozi aliyenifilia sasa nakupenda kuzidi pia ulivyo agi kwa msalabani tusamewe tulio dhambini tajia miiba uliyoiba sasa nakupenda kuzidi pia moyo penzi tele wa vile ulivyo nipenda mbele uhai wako ukanitolea sasa nakupenda kuzidi pia mawanda mazuri na masikali Niyatazama pohuko ninguni tasemana tadi nitakayova sasa nakupenda kuzidipia Oh 